Want to bring the A7FL to your town? Well, you're in luck. Between now and October 1st, we are still taking applications to buy a division in the American Sevens Football League. Join Columbus for our 2023 season now. For more information on it, go to a7fl.com slash owners. That's a7fl.com slash owners. Get your piece of the future of football and bring us to your town. And welcome back to the show that talked about pineapples on pizza last week, and we actually took a poll on it, <laughs> amongst other things. Live from the Hall of Justice, this is the John Lynch hard-hitting number 47th edition of The Other Side of the Ball. Uh, hi, my name is Hal Jordan. I am from the Hall of Justice. No, I'm kidding. Double A Anthony Alvarez here with you, and uh, we're whole once again. We're whole. The whole panel's back. <laughs> I'm highly excited. Anyhow, um, <laughs> we couldn't tell. That's the most emotion I've ever seen out of Dub. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is a damn lie. No, that that, that yeah. laughing last week was yeah, it was yeah. pretty, that was heavy. pretty heavy. Like, and and I don't smile, but you will say yeah. stupid stuff like that. You will get me to laugh like that. Facts. I spit facts. Also spitting spit. buttholes. <laughs> here, we, here, here we go again. <laughs> Less than ten minutes in, I can't even put this on YouTube. Going around the I know the guidelines. God, we're not going showing around. it. Just saying it. God, Jesus. Oh. Going around the panel, the voice of Ace of Nevada back in the saddle again. Casey Cox in the house. What's hey, up? Yay. What's up? What's up? Of course, from the Rainbow Bridge of Osgard with the booming heavens roar, you'll be holding breathless wonder. He is the mighty Viking, Scott McCorkle. <laughs> you had to go there. You had to. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, we're good. It's easier. Just practice. And joining the Hall of Justice from the Fortress of Solitude, the Godfather of Krypton, Kal-El Sr., Chris Vera. What's up, y'all? But also, um, he's back after being on assignment. He's been watching us, and he's been giving us his two cents, but... The proud championship owner of the Nevada slash Los Angeles division, and my friend Derek Duncan, is back in the house. The champ is here. Yes, he is. It's about time you were back. Now, before we can't rub the table. Before we get into God knows what else is going to happen on this show. <laughs> now it is only fitting, and it is only right because last week we gave the Viking his time to decompress. It is only fair, and it is only right. That Mr. Duncan gets his time to give his thoughts. But before we do that, Quan, if you could please roll the footage. Ooh, footage. The footage. It's hot and bullhead, baby. It's 10,000 10, degrees out here, dog. It's hot and bullhead. It's 10,000 degrees out here. Money on the wood, baby. Money on the wood. 76 and a half. And it, with 5.15 left to go, 32 to 20, your score. Ooh. The toss. Uh oh. Hus, hus. That's Keese. Keese. Oh! Quincy Bites! Quincy Bites! He's to find the situation! He is gonna try to go all the way! And here come the insomniac fans. Listen up. We we have done nothing but slander Q at quarterback, but he has been the best special teams player in this game and maybe makes the inspirational play this insomniac team needed. (laughs) Oh, man. 
The snap oh, by Bagway, the crowd on its feet, the crowd roaring inside the field house. And you again! With his second straight interception! He's just playing the wrong position! The best football game I've ever seen in my entire life, and I actually got to be a part of it and affect affect the transition, affect the end, affect the outcome, and be involved from start to finish. And to be a part of something that was so special means the world to me. It means that everything that we, Blaze, have been doing, it, the culmination of that was today, and what's going to be the foundation of how we launch for the future, this, this meant everything. Whether we won or lost, this meant everything. The fact that we won, now the league is on notice, that's less important to me right now than making sure that the foundation is set for the A7FL to have a launching pad to be special. And we proved today that this brand of football is probably the most entertaining brand of football you could ever have. I mean, I keep saying we're the UFC of football because that's how much more entertaining I think our brand of football is than, than some of the other tackle football leagues. That's just where I'm at with this thing. Now, before, before I give you the floor, <clears throat> I talked to Nick on Tuesday asking to, to do this. And the two, last two pictures was something that, that was my idea. And of course, Blaze being Blaze put this together. And I said this on the day the Insomniacs were here, but I'm going to say now that you're here in person, if there's anybody that deserves to be a championship owner, my friend, it is you. Because you are so giving of yourself. You are so selfless. What you do for these players, what you do for this league, and also giving me a job, which I thank you for. I'm, I'm grateful. Um, if anybody deserves to have their flowers right now, it is you. The floor is yours. Hey, real quick, I don't want to interrupt too much. I, I want to say, but D, thank you. Yeah, I know. I did. Thank well, you Scott. for everything you've done. But um, I, I that was so serious. And I, I don't want to eat up too much time, but I'm, I'm just curious on, on one thing and it's bugging me Quan, are you ordering pizza again <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay all right <laughs> but I, I did take a poll on my facebook and uh -huh. it was about 95 percent yes yeah yeah whatever Pause. anyway go ahead d That's sorry a hipster sorry no. man I, I didn't mean to cut in like that no i'm glad my you bad. kept it light because Juan took a poll on facebook <laughs> and he did not put it on Vegas hype so anyway uh so thank you guys for the accolades and for the fellowship and camaraderie throughout the season you know I I, I will say selfishly I do this for me because I love every single bit of what we do even the drama that pops up from time to time I, and I just want to be clear I did not hear what I said in that clip when I got interviewed after the game while I was high as hell on adrenaline and whatever natural dopamine comes out of my head I don't even know what I said in that moment I couldn't hear it on the playback and you guys clapped I'm like uh-oh <laughs> what, what did I commit to I don't remember at this point so million dollars each right but no man that uh that weekend was everything uh the highs the lows everything that was scary that we weren't sure was going to go down right uh the way our team came together across the board filled in every single hole just stayed liquid stayed fluid made everything work out well we had overages at houses people didn't have places to stay and we're able to pull stuff together last minute. People coming in from out of town, we didn't know were coming. People going and picking them up. Just doing every single thing under the sun to make sure everyone who was there was treated properly 
and every person who was working had the right platform to do their job well. The thing came off on TV better than I could have ever anticipated. Bullhead City Anderson Auto Group Arena was the best host we ever could have dreamed of. Everything on TV looked perfect. I, I can't think of one single thing on our side that didn't go off exactly the way we wanted it to. And because of that, I'm pretty sure we sold this damn thing. And we are going to get paid as a league and get our players paid as men for the effort they're putting in. It may not happen for this fall, but I am, let's say, 95% sure by spring they'll be at least not registration fees and we'll be able to take care of people and make sure they have insurance. But I want to see everybody paid, and that is my ultimate goal, and I think I put enough stuff in place with that weekend and how we're going to sell the reality TV show. We got a man here on the couch <laughs> about to about to break it, it down, too. Uh, I'll let Dub do his introduction, so I don't steal his thunder. Absolutely. No, but, you, have all, you have all the right to in, introduce him, sir. Go ahead. This is all yours, Derek. You built all of this. Right, well, like, All of it. But, but, all of it. Brick, all the people. <laughs> no, like, for real, like, all the people, all the opportunities you've handed out, like, you've done all of this. Ain't none of it possible without you. So, like, you do what the fuck you want to, so. Uh, you may, <laughs> if anybody say something to you, they got to say something to me, too, so fuck them. Uh-oh. Stormbreaker and Millen are about to bust out in a real hot second. <laughs> Man, look, it is what it is. Well, so... And thank you for that. But you guys know how I am and what I'm about. If everybody's not winning, it's not worth me doing it. So, I, yes, I'll take the accolades. I put it together. I'll take the credit for that. But it's everybody doing their job and me trusting everybody to do their job and me giving the opportunity for everybody to do their job and empowering everybody to take the part that's theirs and do their best at it and then coach them up on that side versus me trying to do it for everybody. That's the reason why we're successful because we've been doing that since the start of this thing, and clearly it's paying off, man. We've got a podcast crew, broadcast crew, division manager, producer that I'll put up against anybody for any show that I see on any network. Like we we have developed ourselves into something that is special. We know more about our brand than anyone else in the country, and our and our brand is going to be something special after what we all put together. And that's where I'm at. So thank you to everybody who's been involved, the players, the coaches, the insomniacs, especially for uh, defying all my odds and making every single prediction I made wrong until the championship game, which I predicted that they would win by four. So who was wrong? Me for me for getting y'all motivated or me for saying the wrong side? Anyway. Crazy but, uh, you called it. To, and, and special thanks to my wife for yes. allowing... All of this to happen, number one. But number two, the, the like when she gets around you guys, she gets absolutely energized and takes this thing on because it's ours, but she takes it on like it's hers and really, really works harder than, than even me at making sure everybody's taken care of, especially me. And I can't say enough about what that woman means to me and what that week, weekend meant for us. So thank you, everybody. Well, I must say... Um, I did. I was one of the first that had to have the first dinner with the newly crowned championship owner. Oh yeah, at uh, at Roadhouse ninety five, and uh, it was myself, Steve, a few ladies, of course, Mrs. Jen. Shout out to Miss Jen, um, and uh, Mr. Ojeda. And Derek was late arriving because he was still doing some things at the field house. But once he arrived. Us at the table gave him a nice ovation, and Derek, being Derek, just soaked it all in, which rightfully so, because 
the fruits of your labor have paid off, my friend. So, um, thank you for your, thank you for everything, pretty much. Okay. You're welcome, and thank you all. <laughs> Good night. Can we stop sucking each other's dicks? <laughs> <laughs> don't get Scotty excited. Hey. Don't get that wheel turning. Hey. Oh, here we go. Don't get that wheel turning. Well, now we know what. Now we know whose butt Scotty spit then. Hey, I'm just saying. Whatever gets me paid. <laughs> Speaking of that, OnlyFans.com. We're gonna get that shit down, Scotty. Hey, uh, Damn, and he had to say shit. OnlyFans.com. Uh, redder the better. I mean, <laughs> redder the. I'm in the process of getting it validated. They have a hard time validating my shit because I post such crazy shit on social media and that's how they validate your account, hypothetically. That's what did I miss? It's always so wild, like, and it's always like, I'm always in jail or whatever. It's only thing I heard was OnlyFans. <laughs> well, I heard the OnlyFans, and then I heard them saying the only way they validate your shit, and I'm like, through spit in your butt? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, if, if that was the validation, I'd be done. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, if that was the validation, I'd be done. My bad. But Sorry. That, yeah, that's, that's a different conversation. So y'all wow. <laughs> what happened was. So this is what y'all do on Fridays. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, regular Wednesday. This is what we go. Yeah, yeah regular is, Wednesday, man. This, this is, is this is nothing new. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that is the Viking Scott McCorkle. <laughs> Hi, guys. How you doing? Uh, anyhow, um, we are actually going to talk about football because this is actually a football show. But you know, sometimes we can go a little bit off the rail and you know try to. Rails, what? Yeah, Look, rails. I don't know if you had in your plans, but I need you to please ask me about the game because we did not get into my breakdown of the game. Okay. You don't have to do it right now. No, 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 but sometime no, no. tonight, no, no, I want to make no, sure no, we no, get no, into it. No, 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 because this this is about you getting your flowers. <clears throat> so put on your Charles Davis, John Madden, whatever analyst cap you want to use, and give us your thoughts on what you saw on the field that day on July the 23rd. Well, in the second quarter. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, not John Madden. Media voice. Just <laughs> well, John, uh, tell me what you saw here on the translator. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, your pot. <laughs> no, so uh, from, from an X's and O's standpoint, the, uh, I was shocked at what the Nightcrawlers brought to the table. <sighs> I Dude. did not think once I saw them do what they did four series in a row that – we were going to have a fix for it on defense. But then I started thinking about the way that they were running RTC and how they kept going back to the well and kept going back to the well. And then I started noticing that they kept running to Bagway's side and Bagway was not coming out of the game. He was playing D. And then every time there was a, 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 a shot ticking, it was always to Davick on Bagway's side, making sure that that man finally got to the point where he could start getting tired, lose focus and start making mistakes. And he wasn't the one who made the first mistake. So I don't know, I don't know what they were doing to Keese, where he decided to try to pitch the ball over the top of another player while he was going across the other side of the field. Crazy. Lost focus, obviously. Q takes advantage. Bagway drops back. Very next play. Lost focus. Q takes advantage. It was not that the Nightcrawlers gave that game up. The Insomniacs executed a game plan to wear those dudes down and took it from them but the most formidable foe that you ever could have had. I clear, and to take it a step further, because of how much they ran the ball at them and how exhausted they were, you know Logo could not step into that last throw and get it as deep as he needed to. 
and Donye standing right there to like, to the point where the receiver just gave up on the ball. Like, like there's no way I'm getting to that. This game is there over. wasn't. Yeah, but that oh my God. man, I'm I'm telling you, game plan executed flawlessly. The one criticism I had for the Insomniacs during that game is they didn't go to play action early enough in the game. And he, oh my God, he was on the sideline just. I don't know why they do, do a play action pass. Do a play action pass. And then, or, or misdirection. A counter. Yeah. And then like two plays later, Here he finds Javik over the top. And he's like, see? 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 That was funny, though, by the way. But then I think it was the fumble oh. that AJ recovered. And here's, you know, Derek on the sideline doing his little dance. Man, look, Derek was doing all kinds of. Derek was doing and saying all kinds of wildness. It was amazing. Look, I saw Bagway dance, and I know what it means means to the league and how we've criticized him every time he dances. So when I saw us regaining momentum, I looked up at the booth and I was like, "You saw that, right? <laughs> <laughs> you saw that, right?" And then after the second interception, I was giving him the old Hulk Hogan. Oh, because he, he had the he had the crowd hot. Oh yeah, <laughs> he had the crowd hot. I'll give it to man. I I'll give them their flowers any day of the week, man. The way they played, the way they showed up and entertained, like that. The way they just showed up all over was wild. And Bagway with, I don't know what our attendance was, but with all those people in that stadium screaming in his face. Didn't flinch, didn't back down, didn't nothing. He embraced every second of it. That dude and can play football anytime. Off. He he can he can play football, like outright play football, but Logo Davis might be the best football player I've ever seen in my life. Facts. <laughs> Straight up without any like no not bullshit and not there. even trying to kiss nobody's ass because like it, barely yep. got a handshake at the end of the championship game after they beat us in the flag game. So, but, uh, but no, like, bro, the professional, like, they, that man is so incredibly athletic. It is insane. Yeah. Well, Baiting people, like, he would tell, mid-route telling people, oh, wait, watch. Don't let him throw it. And giving people four yards. <laughs> giving people four yards and two strides, he's making up four or five yards. That, it was incredible. He, he made a one-handed pick on the sidelines. Right. In the, that I look, Could've they called. The they called what? No, but they the, called but, that's the, the, but that's the thing. He naturally catches the ball with one hand, which is insane. That's what they do. He's, <laughs> like seriously, he's they practice freak. catching he, the ball the with one hand. Way, like it, they do the, the Chris Carter. It's insane. Look, man, you guys could talk about that almost one-handed interception. I wasn't worried man, about the one-handed interception. What I was worried about was him landing on his damn head. Oh, I was in the end zone. Watch that man land, and he was unconscious the minute he hit the ground. That's unfortunate. I hope so, he's doing better then. Because like, I didn't see that part. I was so amazed at the catch. He was unconscious for at least two minutes. I, like, I was so amazed at the catch. I honestly, unfortunately, I didn't see that part. But I just started turning around and looking for other people to, to acknowledge what the fuck he had just done athletically. Man. Look, that dude is Derrick Henry with an arm. Like, and then you had Bagway, who was, uh, like, what's the quarterback for the Ravens? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So imagine a backfield with Lamar Jackson and King Henry. 
And that's what the Insomniacs had to take on and did successfully and won that game. And made the adjustments, man. Like, that's that's the best part I think I saw about it. Them being down, them being facing the adversity. We had never seen that. And we questioned it. Like, are, how are they going to respond to this? And we're looking at each other. Me and Derek gave each other a couple of looks. Like, let's see. Look. Like, let's see. Like, and, and that was the most stressful game to watch as a non, like, <laughs> like just, just being invested in the league and having love for my friends and and being invested as far as like a, I fully embrace the Vegas versus everybody mentality for real. Um, but being just an A7FL fan, like that was a stressful game to watch. Even if you didn't have nobody to root for, it was stressful <laughs> because it seemed like they were in control, but it seemed like they had answers. They couldn't just figure it out back and forth. Like they would figure out something that works and then they would turn around, find an answer for it. And then they would like go, you would see them mentally go through the progression and like to watch them bounce back to see AJ going through it on the sidelines. Like, I, I'm sorry if I'm putting you out there like that, like going through it frustrated. Like, and that's, that's something I love to see. This is why I chose to come play with you, AJ. Like I, I am playing for the insomniacs, but I came to play with AJ. I came to play with Mac. Those are the two, like, I really came to play with. I got a lot of love for everybody else, but the way he came off the sidelines, focused, asking questions, what can I do better? I can't get to him. What am I doing? And he was upset with himself not being able to do it. And you finally see that his pursuit, his relentlessness, and that fucking motor is what turns shit around because that forced the mistakes. Right. You don't have to make like that's what I'm trying to preach to these DNs and these and and like these different players. You don't have to make an impact pact as far as a tackle, a sack, or whatever. You don't have to make a stat to make a fucking impact. The pressure and the fucking motor makes plays. You may not make that play, but you got to take that win. And that's what they did, and that's what they showed late in the fucking game. They sold out for each other. That's why Q got those picks, staying home and selling out for his team. He might be out of the play for that entire play, but he risked it, and it fucking fe- it, it all fell into place. And that, that's what I love about this fucking game. My bad. Ed, let me call back real quick. I talked about our team and how great of analysis we do. About three, two weeks before when we were doing our predictions, we talked about what it would take to for the Insomniacs to win, and we talked about Henderson, and specifically that if he ever got hit by RTC, and he hung his head. That was the chance, Insomniac's chance to win. And if you remember third about quarter. the third quarter, he RTC just ran into him, rolled him over, bounced him back, and he looked back at him and went, like, what just happened to me? And the game had changed from that point yep. forward. And, and, and I, I don't know if it was Viking or Chris that pointed that out the two weeks prior, but as soon as I saw that, I was like, there it is. Mm-hmm. There it is. I think both yeah. of us did. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah, 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 we did. We probably like simultaneous yep. thoughts. <laughs> and and well, Derek, I just but I, as the irresistible force against the immovable object. That's all I did. And Derek, I don't want to correct you, but uh, King Henry was oh RTC. God. I'm just just saying. Also, but no, but we were talking about logo, man. I mean, his game so is Derek Henry with Ask. an arm. Okay. And the same dress. Like, <laughs> you, yeah. you could probably stick him in a Titans uniform, and no one will know the difference until he goes in a quarterback. Well, except. Derrick Henry is about five inches taller than Logo. I don't think I'm, so. I'm Derrick Henry's saying. a tall guy. He's 6'3". 6'3"? Six six right? three. Six three? Yes. What's Logo, 6'2"? Logo's shorter than I am. 6'1", maybe? No, oh, he's I shorter he than I am. 5'9"? He's got to be about, I would say he's 5'11", 5'10". Oh, I thought he was my height. No. Still, he'd be wearing a helmet. 
We'll, we'll give him some lifts. How about that, Chris? <laughs> well, you're focusing on the wrong part of the story. Right. <laughs> well, we can give him some extra long cleats. He'd be good. Man, the contact that you could hear in that game. Unreal. I don't know if it, if it translates. I don't know. Derek, what do we have to do to get the the, the thing? Not curse. Pointed at. <laughs> 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 Never mind. Because hate to point out the obvious, hear, but. Like, if you could hear the contact, not just between and RTC and Henderson, like, you could. You, you could crunches. feel the contact. You could, you could. There was, like, a boom that came off of those contacts. And we're talking on fake plays. Them just meeting in the hole on on fake dives, just play actions. You could hear the crunches, like it. Yeah, I mean, look, if, if that's the gayest thing I said today, man, we would all be rich. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> look, we're gonna try out a new segment here now. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying this, save, the <laughs> save the show. Save the show. Get us back contact, on track. The contact was there, and for the things that the refs did miss, I will say they let them boys hit. Don't let me forget to come back to the refs because that's something I want to talk about after we get into dub segment. Well, it's not my segment, but anyhow, I'm about to show my age now. But um, for those of you that are watching football back in the 80s, be it CBS, ABC, NBC, or ESPN, there was a segment brought to you by IPM that said, you make the call. What that means is they would play a clip and they would say, you make the call. They would take a 30-second commercial and be like, well, if you chose this play, you made the right call. Well, we're going to try to do something like that, but it's called, was that the right call? So, Quan, if you may, please cue up video number one. The sideline. Shout-out to our field ops team for setting that up for us today in Bullhead City. The snap by Bagway. Bagway in trouble. Quan off the hands of Oh, flag on that play. Come on now, fellas. But the sportsmanship is awesome. I yeah, love great it. sportsmanship there. Mistimed. Was Trey trying Robinson, to get him. Yeah, Trey I, Robinson I think, came down I think from Munchie, the hit. who was the one who made was the Munchie? hit. Oh, Munchie, number straight. 11, was the one who made the hit. After the play he is over. He didn't even believe that Miami Keys didn't catch it. Right. He just dropped. But it ends penalty. up working in their first favor down. because. Yeah, the ref was right. He said this. It's a first down. That's no, that was not the right call. That was no, that was not the right. That wasn't the question. No, let's let's catch the ball. Hell no. Yeah, he like. Um, What's and, a, what, and well, I hold thought, on, hold on. What's the question? Was that the right call? Hell no. No. Absolutely Passion. not. Passion. Absolutely not. Uh, I was mad. Can I? Can <laughs> I? Can I be honest? Go ahead. Chris. Yes, it was the right call. Okay, and why do you yeah. say it was the right call? Why do I say? Yes. It's simple. Yeah, he called him for what was it? Um, not roughing. He called him for um, unnecessary hit. roughness. Yeah. So yeah, it's the right call. The ball was been dropped and was rolling in front of him. So most referees, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, they're going to give back. you a step and a half. Play that back. But that back. if you yeah, watch it, no. the ball's rolling in front of him before he hits back. him. Good. Play it back. One more time. This, this one was a baby Will Franklin wearing a Superman shirt, shirt over there. Baby is Will Franklin is a Superman. Thank you very much. So you want to see that again? Go ahead. Rolling behind him. No, it's rolling in front of him. Look, watch with the way he's faced. It's rolling in front of him. That is. I hate to say it. As much as you want to say. No, as much as you want to say. Uh, uh. One, two, three. Hits him. Three steps. So, yes, hate to say it, but I yes, say, I say if correct he's, call. If he's calling that because of the way he was hit no. and how far away from the sideline he was, yes, no. but because of that hit, no. Absolutely yes. not the right call. 100% the right call. Absolutely not. I would say that 100 times out of 100 times in the NFL. 
if you miss the pass and the ball's rolling on the ground in front of you and you're standing up as a receiver and then somebody hits you, hate to say it, man. The receiver looked like he was turning he was with the ball to down. go down. He was still no, bending down watch, when he got hit. Play it again. You'll see him start to stand up. You'll see him all, was, almost come to a stop and stand up. He was still bending down when he got no, hit. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. All right. So I guess it's open to interpretation, but from that standpoint, yes. As he's getting hit, he's standing back up. Hate to say it, it is so unnecessary roughness. He didn't even have time to finish breaking yeah, down. Exactly. But you say that... It's unnecessary roughness. All right. Well. Well, Derek, why do you strongly disagree? I agree with the referees. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in all honesty, if, he if it would have been contact to the head like we could do with, with helmets, they would have called him for launching because he left the ground to make the hit. You mean targeting? He launched his body. Yes, targeting. Thank Same you. Same thing. Okay. He, lo- he left his uh, feet to hit him. And that is targeting. And I and I said that's why I said if it was an illegal hit was the call, then yes, that's the right call because you can only hit like that when they're near the sideline and he wasn't close enough to the sideline in my eyes for that hit. It was a but with that being a late hit, no. Absolutely not. not so the he right definitely call. wrapped him up, so I'm not sure what the sideline commentary is about. So is there the one where it is pretty much the same play coming up? Quan, if you could please play video number two. And here's the no call. on the line rtc set up to the left of scooter Ooh, hamilton hamilton will find his way out and blast himself to the 35 that play is whistled dead but scooter hamilton setting the tone whether they get moved back or not that's a huge play the result of the play means nothing because it was whistled dead but when scooter kept running and had guys bouncing off of him you saw the insomniacs light up. You saw Scooter's face light up. And it just shows you the, the, the you contrasting styles of this game. For the snap, outside, defense. Five-yard penalty, still for sides on the defense, so that's five yards back. And right now the pressure might be oh. getting to Tampa just a little too bit, a little too much. That's a nimble man in that pocket getting away. We've Dang, seen Mark Bagway do that for a long time. Oh, he we haven't seen man. Scooter do that yet. So what's the question here? So I see a personal foul with a late hit. I mean, with a hit in the middle of the field where a guy didn't wrap up. And they let the play, they should have let the play go and didn't and threw the flag instead of giving Insomniacs the first down. Now, here's my question. Did anybody at all hear a whistle once the defender jumped? Exactly. There was no whistle. Okay. Which meant that what they should have done was, was it, it was, no, it was the offsides. Mm-hmm. And they should have had the uh, personal foul for the uh, not even trying to wrap with the sh- lowering the shoulder. That should have been called. Because if it was blown dead, what happens after that? Inconsequential. Doesn't matter. But I didn't hear a whistle. If there's no whistle and you're letting the play continue, then you're throwing the penalty flag on both. So they should have gave the insomniacs. Are you saying they should have gave the insomniacs the Aaron Rodgers free play? Sorry, Derek. Yes. Yeah, okay. they give them the free play. But okay. at the same time, then it's 15 yards for... Uh, personal foul. I don't disagree with that. It's kind of simple. You're very quiet. What's going on here? Man, I don't know. That... <laughs> I don't. You scare me when you're quiet. Well, I'm usually thinking. And okay. if it's not dirty, it takes me a while to actually okay, come well, up with something. Go ahead and process. He's got to clean it up. No, well, because as a defensive player, man, I like to... I... <sighs> it's hard for me to, to say, like, okay, like, I want to see, like, a no wrap-up call. You know what I mean? Like, but that's what that's what happened. Like, it, I I think that it should have been blown dead once they realized. Like, either you're gonna let it go or you're gonna blow it dead. But you can't 
you can't fault the guy for going through a t uh, an attempted tackle on him. There should have been 17 whistles blown. If, yeah, if like, everybody like, should have. Every like, well, tweet, tweet, tweet. Like, the play's on. dead, guys. Stop hold moving. on, hold on, hold on. Will just says, Scooter initiated the contact when the play is dead. No, the play was not blown dead. Like I just said to him, no whistle. And There's Scooter no didn't whistle. the contact. The it defender it, bent yeah, down and hit him. Exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't matter at that point in time because if the play is dead, how come we didn't have multiple whistles? We only had nothing. Not to mention, I didn't hear a damn thing. Not to mention, Dr. Oos is getting choked like he's getting choked by Andre the Giant. Who is? Dr. Oos. <laughs> Come on, play it again. Just, now, yeah, just there was watch. a hand to the face or to the head. Watch. Right Hamilton. Right Hamilton. Yeah, that's Andre the Giant and choking Dr. Oos. Oh, no, like, like, like Oos said, he's kind of small. Where the contact happens, let's see what Will's talking about. That's a huge play. The result of the play uh, yeah, I don't. means nothing. Yeah, well, what, what are you trying to do? Man, look, moving so fast. Will, if you saying that Scooter initiated that contact, then you're telling me that uh, Scooter's belly was uh, the one that jumped out and hit the dude. So you're saying his belly jumped off sides? No, I'm saying that he his belly jumped out and hit the dude because he's saying he initiated the contact. I didn't see that. I saw homeboy leave his feet to hit him. There we go. Yeah, there's a hands to the and then here's the here's a leaving the feet oh, yeah. boom. Scooter initiating yeah, yeah, Scooter initiated that for sure. Yes, yes, that was definitely him. That was his belly initiating contact. Well, you even have the advent of replay, and you got it wrong. <laughs> Dude, that's hey, hey, that's not just Will, man. That's I'm that's talking about in the chat. That's that's Mr. Flight. Will decided to say it in the chat, though. Yeah, I know, but that's Mr. Flight. He, he as, likes as, to fly backwards. As Ice Cube would say he put it on wax. <laughs> with no Vaseline. Ooh, no, that was uh, yeah, that was Ice Cube. Yeah, that was. Mm -hmm. well, shut up now. <laughs> DJ Quick too. I love me some DJ Quick. Factual, very factual. Tonight. My hey, jam. that's a good one. That's, that's the best my jam. One. Yeah. Man. My favorite beat is still Trouble, by the way. But that's just my favorite DJ Quick song. But you know. All right. So, well, we, is there another one coming, or do you want me to jump in with this ref thing? Express yourself. No, there's, that's the only three videos. So you didn't get the number four with the four, the illegal forward pass? It didn't get called an illegal forward pass? Ooh. Mm. Illegal forward I pass. I don't think we pulled that clip. Yeah, it was the number four clip on the Jaffo's one top Oh, Derek's been heavy on this He's been yeah, yeah. He's, he is not forever. Cool mm. And it's, look, Insomniac's fault for not challenging it, but, you know, it is what it is. But, so, as far as the refs are concerned, there, there was... I'm not saying the ref officiating the game. It is what it is. I think the game was called very fair. There were things missed. There were things called that were wrong, but it was equal on both sides, in my opinion. So I'm good with that. But there's one thing that came out in conversation that is not a rule that you can lower your shoulder if it's within three yards of the sideline. Yeah, you don't have to wrap up. Yeah, that yeah. is not a rule. That is some bullshit somebody made up to justify what, why they didn't call it in the middle of a game. You are allowed to push a man out and not rap if you're pushing him out of bounds is what's is the spirit of the rule the way it's written. There's nothing with yardage or not rapping that involves yardage anywhere in the rule book. Well, and you're required to push him out of bounds. So when Bagway dove at a dude's wow. knee from the sideline when he to stop him from going out of bounds, that is the opposite from pushing him out of bounds. So that's... Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So more questions. Things that make you go... Hmm. Man. And then the big Henderson hit around the three-yard line from the sideline, pushing him back inbounds as well. That is not the spirit of the rule. 
So that will be changed going into the season. We'll get we will get that clarified. Nice. Well, that's why you have a competition Man. and rules committee. Yep. Man, Clarification is very very important. But for them to be screaming that in the middle of the game, like, and to for it to just be a complete like. Man, that's somebody's got to take some ownership over that one. We admit when we're wrong. Yes, especially getting names wrong. We yeah. apologize again. You know, like, all right, get out of the chat and do a podcast. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm reading the. I'm reading comments. Good I brief. know. Let Do- let Dub do that. He's the producer. You need to host the show. <laughs> you mean let you Nick mean, do that? I mean, let, yeah, don't do both. Let Blaze do it. <laughs> Blaze, I'm giving me weed before the show. <laughs> we did ask what kind. Um, so are we going to put a number back up on here so people can call in again? We doing that? We have, to do, do we, before, we have to do it before the show for that to happen. When, okay. When, when do we have one? Um, like the first and second podcast? No, that was uh, when we were on Biggie and Friends. We didn't have yeah. ours. Oh, we didn't have it? No. No. No, I disagree. Shout out to Biggie. And please watch his show. Right after ours. Oh, so the biggie, I, I see him work about every other week right now. I'm, he's on a project that I'm on. Oh, yeah? I keep running into him at the spot. Yeah. He always surprises me. Like, what's up, D? <laughs> Man, I fucking love Biggie. Uh, kind of like today. Actually, his show Being over at Lolo's today. Lolo's running into uh Running into a couple of, uh, well, running into an insomniac and also. Uh, you don't say. Yeah. You know, they're throughout Vegas, man. They are. So, of course, he's, he's you know, working. And I'm like, what's up, champ? Because, I mean, Mr. Pilfer is uh, one of my favorite players. So, it was good to see him. It's always good to see them around town. What's great is uh, I've got one of them that is the dean at my daughter's school. Well, oh, that's a nice little plug. Right. And that's that's also one of those things where I'm like, hey, you know who to watch out for. I'm not saying nothing, but she's sitting in the seat next to me. Oh, she's pretty much grounded. <laughs> no, yeah, she, she she's on 24-hour watch for yes, sure. 24 for sure, for sure. So, Derek, please tell us about the guest that you have sitting next to you, sir. I think you said, tell me about the guest. I don't have I don't have cans on. So. Yes, the guest. Okay. The guest. So, the guest, the gentleman. Man. <laughs> With the braids the <laughs> not so, Anthony Davis. Uh, so, oh, he does have the shirt on. I don't know if you can see it. So, this is clocked in, not clocked out media. Travel oh. Deloach, the our reality TV uh, captain. Uh, what is your actual title for the company? Uh, so, I'm the owner. Oh, yeah, pull your microphone for me. Owner, my fault. <laughs> Get he likes leaning forward. <laughs> oh, come on, give he me likes some leaning forward, bro. man. Teach me, yeah. man. So. Uh, <laughs> We found him each in the other teeth with at it. a uh, NFL alumni event uh, that happened just before the uh, Insomniacs versus Sickwood at Vegas Championship game or Southwest Championship game. Uh, we started chopping it up. He told me what he did. I'm like, man, I've been looking for somebody to shoot a reality show for Vegas, and we just said go. So it, was, it took us about three days of back and forth. Can we do this? This is what we need. Here's the payment. Let's rock and roll. Yeah. And he's been rolling with us every step of the way. was out uh, in Bullhead was out in Ohio, was at the championship game, and now we're doing some interviews in another coming week or so, and looks like we're going to be able to do about a, I'm not going to put them on the spot, but about a 12-plus episode reality TV show around the Insomniacs Road to the Championship. Nice. Real Sin City, by the way. Uh, Just throwing that out there. (laughs) He likes to throw out that moniker. Yeah, man, come on. Real Sin City. 
Mm-hmm. Cincinnati the better change your damn name. Their name is crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, apparently it's been there before they started playing this brand of football. That Sin City is a name that Cincinnati calls itself quietly, obviously. Because yeah, maybe they need to be a, they need to be right. just a little bit more quiet. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Skyler, love you, brother. They but they got to win outside of Ohio. Exactly. I love you, brother. Again. But you you need to change that name. The, you the city are not of taking Cincinnati, Cincinnati wins outside of Ohio. The A7FL franchises there have not, but. City does win outside. So, oh, yeah, I'm referencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I went a little hard on that, realizing you know, I've been th- thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? Cincinnati probably is proudly referred to as Sin City by people who live there, yeah, whether yeah, it has anything yeah. to do with A7FL or not. But I, I still no, want to No, we're talking A7. Right. Yeah, but yeah, as far yeah. as A7FL is concerned, yeah. give me they my have it on their Oh, there you go. See, call in <laughs> number oh, right there. We have a flash in number. Oh, Lord. Right there. Kwan, you my boy, man. I would like to say something else, but we are on the radio, and I mean, we are on Facebook, and I don't want to say it. So, it's not pizza again, is it? No. Okay. It's not spitting in butts either. We're good. I wasn't going to even ask. You were going there. Don't even. Not yes, you were. Yes, you dub. Come on, man. No. Come on. You know, we all know the truth. It's because of my skin, isn't it? No, it's because you're Charlie Batched us. We love you, man. Derek, do you remember that story? I didn't hear you. Charlie Batch, man, come on. Oh, absolutely. All right. How can I forget? Come on, man. It's one of my favorite Reliance quarterbacks. Right. So sitting here in the three spot. Right. <laughs> or the two spot, depending well, on how yeah, you're doing. I mean, if we're playing baseball, he's on the corner or two spot. Right, there you go. I, playing, well, I was more in the outfield, second, not, not sure. the infield. I was an outfielder. I could actually catch the ball and actually could run. Mm. I'm sorry. Did you say infield? shots fired? No, outfield. Oh, okay. I was an outfielder. Oh no, sorry. shots fired. That's Scotty's thing. Infield. No, he likes the to guy catch. round all the bases. <laughs> do you do you slide in head first when you're, when you're stealing a bag? <laughs> when it comes to the bag, there's not much I won't do. Okay, that's a loaded question. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. From a loaded my question. End, it was not. It was strictly that a baseball was question. a loaded question. Maybe that. Well, that's your interpretation. Just, you're entitled to that. Okay, I, I understand. All right, all right. Bring us back. Okay, let's but, go. So, <laughs> how did you get into the world of production and get into the world of reality TV? You talking to me? Yes, sir. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Terrell Deloach. Uh, you said clocked in, not out media or something earlier. Isn't that what it is? No, nah, so we got two different productions. So we got the clocked in TV and we got the Ceno Productions. So Ceno Productions are more so like our day-to-day stuff. But then the sports side, that's where the clocked in TV cooks in where it's all sports-related content from documentaries, interviews, highlights, photography, the whole nine, the media side. All right. Yep. I just see the invoice. Hey, I'm very thankful. Appreciate you, too, man. I appreciate you. And uh, shoot, like he said, man, we just met kind of real brief. It was like a good 10-minute conversation at an event. I wasn't going to even attend to, so. Did I talk to Josh first or did I talk to you first? You talked to Josh, my boy. Josh was texting me like, yo, pull up. My guy Jeffrey, too, was saying pull up. But I was already in the middle of something, so when I finally got there, I just was like, man, all right, I'm done with what I was doing already. I just ran over there, sweating and everything was hot. Uh, yeah, let me just say, <laughs> say so <laughs> we got in this conversation and started talking sports, and Josh is a uh, basketball standout. Oh, yeah, for a- sure. And, you know, when you get guys who are shooting sports and doing documentaries around sports that are actual athletes, it changes the perspective because they know what they want to see. They know what they want to look like when they're exactly. shooting. And when you see the, the field-level shots that these guys put together, man, it is some of the best uh, – sports reality show camera work i've seen it's 
on hard knocks level and probably even a little better because it's gritty and raw. And we, we allow them to actually get on the field and do some things that you can't do in a hard knocks game. So mm. I'm pretty excited about uh, what, when this whole thing comes together and the amount of money we're going to make off of this damn thing. Because that's how we're getting us paid. Yeah, for sure. I'm all in. The whole team, we all in. Uh, but for the most part, man, when we met, uh, shoot, I don't know nothing about football, honestly. I'm not a football guy. So when y'all coming around talking football stats and all this stuff, I'm like, man, was it tight or not? That's where I'm at. Right. <laughs> was it exciting? Get to the point. Yeah, what? You feel me? So Tight. Uh, that's a whole nother story. So for like for me to go film something that's like a whole this, other right? Story. Just, just saying. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. And then like so for us to be filming something like this, it's like we just excited. That's why the footage looked the way it looked because we excited because I'm watching it. My boys is watching it. We like, oh, bro, just got slammed. Oh shit. <laughs> so all of that stuff for us is like it's it's exciting. It get us out our seats and keep us on our toes too. But we know the foundation of how to shoot reality or just production side. But then we get to see the sports side too, like. Yo, you get to see their journey, their storytelling. Um, shoot, not just on the game, just they who they are and people. Can yeah. I ask you a and, question with that? Yeah. Uh, I, I really like the fact that you said you're not a, f a football guy. Yeah, so for sure. I, I just, I'm, my curiosity, uh, coming from somebody who's not a football guy, what was your, th your first thoughts of the A7? So when he was explaining it to me at an event, everybody talk about they shit. Like, I mean, they stuff, like, it's cool. You feel me? Like, yeah, you're going to want to be a part of something. We wasn't expecting to see all of this when we got to the field that day. We showed up early, and y'all was setting up and everything, and we like, oh, this is a real thing. Then we start seeing the players, they pulling up in chains, cool cars. They, You feel me? They ready. I'm like, oh, they serious. And these is grown men. So I'm like, all right, let's, what's in stores? And then the game started going, everything. They was active. I didn't know if. Some of the plays was legal or not, but <laughs> hey, it was exciting. The footage, yeah, the refs don't know. What you the saw in the parking lot was illegal. I promise you that. <laughs> man, the refs don't know. What? Man, I see all type of stuff. I seen stuff. It was like, you know how you got the guys that used to be in high school talk about football in the barbershop all day, everything? Yes. Yeah. You finally get to see that head up on the field right then and there. So it was like Pop Warner, but for grown men. But it was also, like you said, like the UFC of, of, of football and everything. I'm like, Yo, they ain't got no pads on, bro. Just caught a concussion and got right back up, and it was like, yeah, it was popping. I'm ready for the next play. RTC, yeah. Like, he bro, didn't, what? He, he, that, that woke me up. Blood, I was like, bro. I, bloody faces on Wilkerson <laughs> was like, can I go back in? And they wouldn't let him go back in. Right. Well, then, in Ohio, bro, bust his uh, ex. He uh, bust his uh, mouth. Right. You feel me? And then he got right the next play. But I followed him from the play to the sideline. The trainer getting whoop-de-whoop. I put the mic in his hand. Walks right back to the uh, to the field. I got all that. Wow. Y'all ain't see it yet, but stay tuned. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. <laughs> <laughs> but that type of footage is like, you know what I'm saying? It, may, it excites me. So I'm like, yeah, I know I would pay for this. If I wouldn't pay for it, I wouldn't put record. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? That's beautiful. So what I'm getting from this, and we, we haven't had a chance to really talk about the shooting style and all that. Just like, hey, I like this. Switch this up. Do this part in chronological order so we can make sure we can tell the story of the game properly. And, and so that's the kind of conversations we've had. What, I, what we haven't had is mm -hmm. what you asked, Chris, and thank you for asking what was your perspective? Now that I know that you're coming into this the same way most of our fans have come into this, and we're going to record your journey as a videographer, seeing it for the first time and what you shot and seeing it for the second time, and as you start to understand the intricacies of the sport, how you shoot it, it we're going to get to see that evolution as well. So that's going to be fun. Oh, man. And it's already dope from, like, the foundation is already dope. So imagine once I start getting into it and knowing, like, 
knowing things, like the details, and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't put that play in there because that probably ain't a good play. But it, I thought it was cool from a like a fan or just a random person, like, oh, that's tight. But now I know, like, professional stuff, like, oh, this is a better play to put in there or this clip or take this out and take that, you know? Right. So it right. kind of helped me with the, uh, putting it together. So you the plan what? is to tell the story like Hard Knocks, actually get the game, talk about, you know, set up the game, the importance of it, get in the game, tell the story of the game, what's happening in the game. Don't show the score at the bottom of the screen the whole time to put some intrigue in for people who yeah. don't understand what the outcome is already. And then from there, you know, tell that story of the game, set things up right, and surprise people with the ending. And, you know, clearly anyone who's listening now knows the Insomniacs one, but we don't know when we put this out how many which fans are going to be coming to us for the very first time just looking for a football show like I do when I'm scrolling through Netflix or Amazon or whatever. You know what? There's something else, though, too. When he talked about um, putting in a play that you saw that you thought was cool yeah. from a fan standpoint, mm-hmm. I would encourage that. Yeah. Not okay. tell you not to do it because realistically speaking, you know, fans are watching what's going on. Mm-hmm. And when they see it from another fan's perspective – you know, you might wind up with people that are watching that because of your perspective. Right. And, you know, realistically, we're all fans. If you stand on the sidelines, you're a fan. And, you know, I played this game for a very long time. Um, I joke about my age and, and how, how long I played. But in reality, it, you know, it's one of those things where I went from being a fan to being a player to being a fan again. And watching the A7 as close as I have been able to over the last three seasons now well two and then two fall brawl so watching that from the sidelines you see a different perspective and you become a fan again and you're Mm -hmm. watching these guys up close you're hearing the hits without pads Mm -hmm. you're hearing what's going on and i'm with viking and you know if we have something that can hear those hits without pads you're gonna see a lot more people coming in to watch it because they're getting what they're looking for Absolutely. and that is that gladiator type sport mm-hmm. where these guys you know no pads no helmets and you're still getting that pop you know let's talk so that's what i'm saying don't don't shy away from those plays where you like them because i guarantee you if you like them there's going to be other fans that are kind of football fans but they see those plays and they're like oh that's it right there okay that's it right there i like that i agree with that no definitely because a bad play can have great blocking <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, and some of the blocks are some of the best parts of football. Like, Man. people get lit the fuck up on these blocks. If you see Wes dance, go back and make sure you ha- got focused on what he did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like I know the players now. Like, right. I didn't have no roster sheet. So when I came in, I was blind. The whole team, we blind. We literally just pulling up. We negotiated. It was real brief. Boom, boom, boom. Set it up. He sent me an address. That was everything. I get there, and now I know these dudes' names, they number. I feel like I know their families. Oh, it's, man, we're brothers now. We we, we gang. Right. <laughs> like, for real, for real. So the journey with them and just seeing them on, uh, not just in Vegas, I said, man, they, they some superstars, for real. For real. If they weren't if they weren't before, we're going to turn them into them now. Man. They, they're right there. I mean, watching those kids after the championship game come up to the players and ask them for their autographs, for their jerseys. I mean, it was incredible. And yeah. shout out to Danya. He's watching right now. Hey, uh, good, to, good to meet your mom today, man. And, and no no slight, man. She's a, she's a very nice lady. You want him to respond back? 
No, man. She I, was nice. She, she's a, she just, <laughs> she just a, she's just a sweet individual. She came up to us after we, we got done eating. She waited until we're done. We're walking out, and she said, I know both of you. And both me and Derek kind of looked at each other like, uh-oh. <laughs> you guilty. I, I'm not the one, man. You guilty. I'm not the one. I ain't trying to be. <laughs> and, and she was uh, she was in the audience, man. She was there for the championship game. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, man, I lost my voice for a day. And I'm like, well, you're one of the people I definitely heard yelling because, man, that place was rocking. I'm not going to. I'm going to add to it. If your cameraman voice don't go, he ain't passionate about the work. Real spill, because I was drenched, man, lost my voice. We were stranded, too, to, on the way to, uh, remember I told you, we got, do not get a Tesla on a road trip. Oh, <laughs> no. oh, yeah. well, wait a second. Wait. Whoa, yes. whoa, I remember this. Right. Unless, unless, unless we, you bring in the. the sponsor. You, you, <laughs> wait, wait, can, we, can we, give me one. <laughs> can you get a generator? Tell the story. Right, right. Yes. Enlighten well, me, please. So, we rented this, you know, day-to-day folks got, you don't want to bring your car on a road trip. Right. You mm-hmm. feel me? So I rented a car off of, uh, off the app. Toro. Uh, Toro. Okay. Right? Toro. Yeah. I love everybody on Toro. <laughs> y'all have my back. Y'all have my back. So I love everybody on Toro. But the, the client that has the vehicle, uh, he said it was 100% charged, which it was 100% charged when we got the car. But 30 minutes in the ride, you're already from Vegas to 30, 45 minutes, you kind of where that casino is, where it's kind of by itself or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know where it's Railroad happening. Railroad pass. But, yeah, over there. Yeah. Right. All the station, we needed to charge up again. We ain't been nowhere from picking the car up to that casino just to grab some snacks real quick. We already got to charge up, and we had like 30%. Yeah, I don't think that, I don't think that was Tesla. I don't, something's wrong with that it, car. It was the car. It's all right, right. It <laughs> yeah. was the battery. But then I, we looked on Google and everything. Everyone's talking about who owns Tesla. Like, they, the internet refs know. Enough <laughs> 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 said. Right? You know what I'm saying? So that was then. Then so the next ch- charging station is in Bullhead. So we got to charge up. We waited like an hour, or whatever. Charged up. Made it to where the casinos was. The car stopped. Wow. And you can't push them down. That's man. So oh, can't we you? F- I had to huh? flag a taxi. There was no Ubers or Lyfts. Yeah, you out can't there. push them. You can't do nothing. No, the wheels lock up. Everything. With no battery? No nothing. You ain't pushing them. You stuck. Yep. Sorry. And we, <laughs> we, we had like three or four cars down there that were shuttling people back and forth. I, I don't know if you told me, but we were... When we I got were, to the we game... We can't even you. <laughs> no, I was scared. Look, I'm not going to cap. I was scared to call you and be like, hey, man, listen. It's almost <laughs> <four> o'clock. <laughs> like, I'm on the way. I left at 10 a.m. Right. There's no way... We should be Look. four o'clock coming. We literally got there three fifty three. Ready to go. The taxi dude, we 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 had to damn near jump a taxi dude to take us, and he got fired right after he took us. We got his number, so we knew he got fired. Wow, damn, man, that was a hold. Thank God we got the amazing footage. In the future, call me because I don't get upset about stuff like that. We just get it fixed. Yep. Jump into I'm, it. I'm just yeah. really big on holding my word accountable. You feel me? Like, right. I'm really big on that. So, if I say I'm going to be somewhere, I'm going to be somewhere. For real. My yeah. brand is called Clocked In. So, everything with a clock, clearly. But for, for Yeah, for but us, I got you, though. I'm going to use us. my resources. Yeah, just, absolutely. That's something I'm learning as we, as I get older. You feel me? Right. Use your resources because they're there for, for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they trust you to use them properly. So, like, the way, the way I do things, I try to keep open and transparent with everything I got going on. So, if there's any holes, my crew can tell me that there's a hole and we can fix it together. So, even when I fall down, I'm like, hey, I screwed this up. This simply is the thing today. Hey, 
I need this done tomorrow, and it's a rush, not because they wanted a rush, because I dropped the ball and I need it tomorrow. Can you help me out? <laughs> right? I mean, being transparent helps. Not all right. For sure. One last thing. So when this all comes out, where can we watch and what uh, what platform will we be able to all watch right, this so song? Start downloading the Tubi app if you don't already have it now. So Tubi, the number five app in entertainment on iPhone and in multiple other places, will uh, be carrying five games from the A7FL Nevada 2022 season that should be up by uh, mid-September. And then once this series is up and we load it, it will debut probably 30 days after we upload it. But start getting your Tubi download now so you can watch those A7 games and start promoting them because the more visibility we have on those games, the more opportunity we make have to make money. So I'm just going to throw this little stat out there. When these dudes came to us and put this thing together, there is a feature-length film uh, that was an hour and 30 minutes long. It was like a B-movie, and they had, I think, nine commercials they were able to air in an hour and 30 minutes, and that feature film was bringing in 150 k a quarter. Mm. We were putting up a three-hour game, five of them. So if we had the same amount of viewership, we'll have like $3 million coming in. I don't expect that. I expect more like 300000 but that would be a game changer for us if we were able to pull that off. But we need to promote it. We need everybody on it, making sure everybody's looking. And if we're as good as we think we are, we're going to get paid. So when can we expect this finished product to debut? There, there, what's the time frame? Uh, we got the rough draft already done, but uh, now we just got to knock in the interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks, and then after that, she'll give me like 14 days, and she'll be ready first episode. Then uh, we already got the second and third one already put together. We just got to in- uh, insert the interviews, so that's really what we're waiting on. So based on that timeline, that would be September 15th-ish? Mm-hmm. When Leo says something, he's going to get it done. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Leo, our birthday is Le- coming up Leo this weekend. So, <laughs> so one more time, just let the viewers know who you are and what you're about. Uh, everybody, I'm Terrell Deloach. Uh, everybody know me as Sino. That's C-I-N-O. That stands for Clock In, Not Out. Uh, check out the website, ClockedInTV.com, SinoProductionsLV.com. Reach out if you need anything production-wise, not just in sports, anything we can the squad got you. Well, sir, thank you for coming in and dropping us your uh, thoughts on uh, wanting to film this brand that is the A7FL. Thank you very much for coming in, sir. Appreciate, yeah, appreciate you. it. Uh, shout out to the uh, players who are listening or who might listen to this. If you want to get on the reality show, you better show up on in. the 27th at the interview. <laughs> Hit text Nick Blaze right now. Right. right now. Or Facebook message him if you don't have his information or drop it in the players. If you don't group. got the number, you shouldn't be interviewed. I'm just, I'm just playing. <laughs> Shots fired. Hey, Nick, is that N-I-C-K? <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm probably not. Nick's Pizza. <laughs> sorry. Pizza does sound good. But no, uh, all the players, man, we, we would love to interview you. If you really out, uh, got something to say, man, to add to the uh, reality show, man, I really appreciate y'all. If y'all show up on the 27th, um, and if we can't get you in on the 27th, let's schedule something down the line, too, for other episodes. You feel me? Well, the gauntlet has been thrown down. It's up to you if you want to take it or not. Mr. Deloach, thank you, sir. Appreciate you again. Appreciate you. Thank you, sir. So, do you want to become an owner? Do you want to win a championship like Derek Duncan? If you do, go to a7fl.com, and there's a nice picture talking about do you want to be an owner with Derek Duncan holding the trophy. 
click on that, and it will give you all the information you need if you want to become an owner of this trending, growing brand that is the American Sevens Football League, which is now tackling in Indianapolis starting next season in 2024. So if you want to be your own version of Al Davis or Jerry Jones or whatever owner you are inspired by, go to a7fl.com. Again, there's a nice picture of Derek Duncan on the website holding the trophy talking about, do you want to be an owner? Click here. Click there. Spend your $75,000 and come get your ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> he has thrown down the gauntlet yet again. Damn. Not like, we, not like we're talking about, you know. Well, there's YouTubers out there. Not like we're talking about chaos dinner. or nothing like that. Man, what? look, they ain't no more coaches going to help y'all. That's crazy. Man, I don't, never mind. I'm going to be nice. I'm, I'm from Michigan, bro. I don't really like Ohio anyway. I'm going to try and be nice. Ain't no coaches going to help y'all. Y'all need to go out to them farms and pick up some of them corn-fed boys. Y'all need man, get somebody that can hit because what y'all had ain't happening. It's not going to work. Boy, you speak that like you a true Wolverine. Oh, boy. Man, look. <laughs> you on Game of Thrones? <laughs> hey, no. Hey, look, man. They, they, hey, if they go, go decide the to reshoot any of that out here in Vegas, I'm in it. Oh, hey, hey. Well, which one of you shit in my pants? Anyway. Oh, good grief. <laughs> that sounds like something I would say waking up on a Thursday. <laughs> Who's shit in my pants? <laughs> That's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well. <clears throat> Are we going out tonight? Hey, don't leave happen? me hanging. Come on, man. Thank you. Appreciate Shout that. out to Beetlejuice for the Howard Stern show. <laughs> and rest in peace, Beetlejuice. Yeah, right. Yes. Anyhow, so um, <clears throat> one of our biggest supporters of this league was former head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, Mike Tice, who was a very, very huge help during the National Combine and also talked to both teams and flipped the coin, was also in the broadcast booth, and he video-bombed Scotty and me when we were trying to do a sideline report, and that's a very, very tall man. But, however, Backstop. There is some footage of Mike Tice. Like I said, that's a very, very tall man right there. He ran out of tape. But a special thanks to the head coach for, first off, giving us his time and to help put this combine or help assist with helping this combine come together that happened in July and also just putting his stamp of support and approval for this league. He was highly excited <laughs> and to tell a story, he was going to leave the game when the Insomniacs were down 12 and then the Insomniacs did what they did and told his wife, go get me a beer, we're staying. But we appreciate Mike Tice um, just coming down and honoring his word and just being a huge supporter of this league. And well, let me jump in with that since we're talking about the combine. Okay. Uh, let me just say that uh, Luis Ojeda and the professionalism and yes. the preparedness yes. and everything that he did to pull that event off was just special. <laughs> and it, it, I, we had everything we needed except for the 40-timer that – I did not have properly, and he had every fix for that, the way combines are run everywhere else. He's like, no, you're good. We had a backup for it just in case something happened. The, the dude was phenomenal. And Mike Tice involved giving these guys pointers and tips like, look, you did great at this combine, but if you work on A, B, and C, next time we do one of these, you got something. And shout out again to both of them for making calls to their friends and saying, hey, dude, there was some dudes out here. So now we got two guys from that combine who have been, one's been contacted by the NFL, the one's being contacted by the USFL. 
that were involved that weekend. So uh, for those of you, for those haters who were on Facebook saying that the combine wasn't going to be what we said it was and that we wouldn't have any NFL tie-ins, yeah, you're right. We're not allowed to have NFL scouts now, but we had NFL people there that are not scouts that actually have a better contact than scouts. So that's what's up. Great job by everybody who was involved. And, Blaze, thanks again for shooting all the footage you did. Man, that whole weekend was crazy. Yes, it was. Drop a lot of fun. The mic, Derek Duncan, if you will. <clears throat> Anyhow. Well, Sean might get mad at you, though. <laughs> Don't drop it. <laughs> or he might just get another pizza and just rub it in your face again. Well, if he's got pineapple on it, I'll be upset. I know you will be. Yeah. Anyhow, there Good is. Saying, a... Quan. Love you, brother. <laughs> Anyhow, there is a fall season coming up in my birth month of uh, December, and there will be some new teams for the fall with some very interesting names that I'm trying to get the list and go through. So, the returning nominees for the fall we have, of course, the Gold, the Hunters, the Pit Bosses. Who won the fall ball last season, if I'm correct. If I'm wrong, please correct fall me. Fall brawl last season, you are yes. correct. Okay. <laughs> Scott, stop it. <laughs> and He's still course, better. I, I know he is. OTT. Joining the fray in the fall this year, we have the Alienators, the Alliance, the Sin City Govs, Sick With It, and the Mayhem Elite. Hmm. And can I, let me just say something. Go ahead. Josh. You're wrong. Pineapple does not belong on pizza. Quit texting me that crap. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Just saying. I agree. I'm going to validate that. <laughs> Thank you. And isn't the Mayhem team, aren't they out of Arizona? Yes. That's, so. that's Elijah Goodlow's that's squad. Yep. You're going to be driving up every week? Oh, there's a guy. Uh, oh my, I met a guy named Nick. I can't remember his last name. He. Uh, I got you on Facebook. So Boys. if you're watching, get a hold of Elijah Goodwill. Uh, Goodlow. Good, Goodlow. Goodlow. Get a hold of Elijah Goodlow. And uh, he's got a team down in Arizona because he was talking about how can he jump on a squad up in Vegas from down in Arizona. So now, now that you got a squad down there. Uh, yep. Ke- Kelly says we didn't say the Sin City Outlaws. Yes. Oh, yeah, Outlaws. Yes, and the Outlaws. Sorry, yes. Mom. Ma- sorry, Mama Kelly. Don't go stat. Darth Vader on me. I'm sorry. I love you. That's hey. by the way. Hope you get better. Hey, Derek, doesn't uh, the Outlaws bring back some <laughs> memories? He hate me? <laughs> no, we no. had a squad. We had a squad called the Outlaws. Yeah, and then when they brought the Outlaws to Vegas with He Hate Me, we loved that. And Josh has the fun, wins the comment of the day. He probably broke the internet with this for me, but he says, Viking, as much shit as you said, you draw the line at pa- pineapple on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a good point. Pineapple on pizza, so. He draws a line somewhere. At least he's got a line. At least he's got a line. He has many lines. That's why he's the Viking. Well, lines are usually what ends up getting me in trouble. So we're the starting pineapple on pizza. No, I keep this line because any other type of line usually gets me in trouble. Okay, well, um, I know. Well, there's somebody. There's somebody else that's listening. Will, um, the one thing he hasn't mentioned today, and that is uh, Scotty is a butt naked booty scoots, and you were asking about those. Don't worry, bro. Next time you're in town, we'll hook you up. All we need is one spades game. Somebody's gonna lose to me and have to do some butt naked booty scoots. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of spades, remember that time you guys came over to my house? <laughs> that was Domino's. Oh, sorry, that's yeah. right. That was Domino's. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. 
I just observed the spades game. I didn't play, but Domino's, yes, you. I was on the table when you kicked everybody's ass. Yes, yes, you did. Yeah, next time when you want to play real, real Domino's, let me know. Right? Like I said, thank you guys for letting me win. What is real Domino's, Chris Vera? You know, we're when you stack them up and knock them over. Like Jenga? <laughs> Man. <laughs> somebody, somebody younger than me would say that. Okay. Now you're giving your age. Like, like anyone in the studio has a choice. <laughs> yeah. So... There, yeah, given so, that, but I'm still yeah. not farting dust. Anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> so given that there's going to be 12 teams <laughs> during the fall, um, how are the games going to be divided? Right, so uh, Six and six. If there's at least 12 teams, we have 11 that are currently listed, but there could be two or three more that join. There's other people that have been talking to me. There's uh, at least five people from different divisions who are talking about flying in or driving up each week to join other teams. So those conversations are happening right now as well. But uh, uh, provided there's at least 12 teams, we're going to break them down to hour and a half games, uh, total time run. So it'll be a total of six games. That'll be nine hours of football. Uh, so we'll probably start at uh, 10 in the morning and finish around 7, which was a shorter day than we had this spring. Uh, but we're setting that up so we can go up to at least 16 teams if we want to to still keep it into a 12-hour day. Um, but uh, running clock... Uh, we're not going to, the, the timeouts will be 30 seconds. We're going to run it like a seven, but make it go faster. And of course we're going to have commercial breaks because we are going to be on Fox for the majority of those games on Fox channel 5.2. Let me be clear. Not Fox five, Fox 5.2 and YouTube. So we'll be and taking our commercial breaks because we need to try to make that money. Are we going to be doing one twenty five as well? One. Cox one two Cox one two five. Yes, yes. So that is the same channel. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Well, you just said uh, five point two. I want yes. to make sure we got it out there. Yeah, the, the Silver State Sports and Entertainment, Entertainment Network, Network airs on Fox five dot two on broadcast television and Cox one twenty five locally. Thank you. And okay. They might have streaming by the time the fall comes around. So if they do, we'll make that announcement as well. Lovely. But we'll be on our YouTube channels, and uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to negotiate to be on DAZN, but I'm going to talk to. The league to see if they want that so right now in the chat we have a back and forth between steve and will franklin now steve wants a rematch against will in the 40 and he says this time we both get prepped and not right after eating slash drinking and will responds talking about that was you being irresponsible you knew it was going to be on and now steve and will are going back and forth so i think they should both have to down a 40 and then run the 40 there you, <laughs> you know what you know what i'm, like I'm so like Will that. gave me nine months to train, and he said, uh, I want to run against you in the 40. I said, okay. So nine you know what? I'm months. in. I'll drink that 40 and run that 40. What type of 40? Oldie. Of no, course. St. Ives. <laughs> no, St. Ives. St. Ives? Okay. <laughs> King Cobra. Old e is so much better. Ooh, King Cobra. King Cobra. Damn. That's old a throwback. Is so much better. Look, look, I'll do old E. I'll do St. Ives. I ain't doing old old no e. damn King hey, Cobra. Nick's trying Let's to kill y'all. He said Cisco. A 40 of Cisco? Man. The sugar and Nasty. the syrup, uh, the sugar and the alcohol will kill you. Dude, that, why don't we just do? Why don't we just do a forty of Boone's Mama Farm and Kelly call it? Agrees with you, she says, Man, right? Just do a forty of Boone's Farm. We'll call it. We're Boone's good. Farm strawberry. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just have like both the, grab a Mad brick. Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. That's like four glasses of wine. Uh, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Grab a brick. Now we talk. Yep. Just grab a brick. Yep. yep. Right. Grab a brick. Right. Down it and take off. Man, the first time I had Mad Dog, I had to chase it with a Zima. That's how old I am. And you were the coolest. Zima was only good with Jolly Ranchers when you were like twelve. And now Josh from the Upon Drawfels, which by the way, check out the Drawfels after we're off the air. They got Huge a very special guest. I'm not going to spoil it. You just have to watch and see who the guest is. But 
Shout out to the Jaffos. Great guys. Uh, yes, indeed. But now Josh just came in and said that nobody wants part of Country K in the 40, who actually ran it barefooted along with Derek in Bullhead City. Mm. The 40-yard dash, that is. Yeah, I want okay. I want that smoke. Well, I'll, I'll take that smoke. If I'm if I'm training for nine months, hell yeah, I'll take that smoke. Will just says he's in Reno right now. Well, that's that's special. <laughs> what you he's doing in Reno, bro? Altitude, well, hold on, hold on. What what's outside what's outside of Clark County? Nothing really. A lot of dirt. No. What Losers. can you pay for outside of Clark County? <laughs> A prostitution. Exactly. Oh, so what, what you like doing cheating. up in Reno, bro? That's all I got to say. What you doing up well, in Well, HBO didn't make a show of that, but that's okay. another story for another day. Mm, I think they did make a show of that. That's our, they did. That's our second HBO show promotion. We need to, we need to get some wow. sponsorship in here. Yeah. Right? right? <laughs> Put us on Max right now. Use your resources. Right? Hey, hey, we wouldn't have to <laughs> bleep mic'd up if we were on HBO. Also true. <laughs> in your case, that is factual. That would be nice. For you me. know what, though? If we're matching insane odds and, and friggin' OE... <laughs> Bruh. (laughs) I think it's time for you to put up two. And Will just read your mind. He he, he just went and said Mustang Ranch, baby. Wow. Wow. Okay, Will. He got the punch card. Right. If you're ready. (laughs) He gets a free cheek. We ain't going to say what he gets free free after five, five visits. Oh. Chlamydia. I'm hoping it's some type of antibiotic. Chlamydia is not a flower. Okay. Oh. You know, I was thinking. I was thinking. It started no with a. It started with a B and, and had a. Started with a B and a J. But you know what? It's all right. Chlamydia will go there too. Booty juice. <laughs> Butt naked booty scoops. Oh look, we can do them anywhere, anytime. You know, it's fun I, for everybody. Yeah, you're always ready. Yeah. You're always ready at the point of attack. Yeah. <laughs> well, as we come to the end of this wacky 47th John Lynch hard-hitting edition, um, it's time for our final thoughts. And this week, Mr. Cox gets to lead off first. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. It's been a rough week for me, but I appreciate everybody that reached out to make sure I was doing okay. Um, no, actually, I wasn't doing okay. <laughs> and I think I told some people that... Um, I think I think Scott has touched on this before, but I'll touch on it again. Depression, anxiety, bipolar. It's real and it's a bitch. And this week this past week it hit me hard. Really hard. Um thank you everybody that reached out to make sure I was okay. That tried to swing by and spend a little time and make sure that the headspace was right. Um I appreciate that. If it wasn't for that, I don't know that I would have honestly made it through. So appreciate that. Thank you. Glad you hear me. Ooh, glad you're back. Glad you're making it through, baby. You look good. Thank you. Well, that's the first time I've seen you clean shaven. <laughs> that's probably you look what you look good. good. Yeah, looking good. You all right? That's yeah. new energy. Did you get a new job? Damn. Not yet. Working it. Trying to get one. Got yeah. it. All right. Let everything fly. Lady Who's up Brad? next? Uh, one of you two. Good, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Scotty. I'm the point guard. I'm just trying to set up and get assists. Man, Age before I'm just, beauty. I'm just really excited about what where the league is going. I want to say thank you to all the, everybody that's taking it seriously, everybody that's making it fun. Everybody, like, I see everybody, I keep catching people doing the right thing. Like, people are going out working drills. People are going out, like, I keep catching people at the gym. Um, I'm just, I'm really excited for how serious Vegas is taking it. I'm very excited to see where Derek and Miss Kelly and Chris have been have been putting us in these spots to be able to make these moves, to be able to see each other on TV, to be able to get paid to do this, 
to be able to get paid for every aspect of this. Um, and I just want to say that, like, thank you to everybody that's a part of it. Like, Trey stepping up and putting, and everybody else who's been a part of the, the Players Association page. Um, we're getting together and we're, we're, we're all taking this thing, like, extremely seriously. And I, I meant what I said last week about we're going to set the wave on this, like, and you can either hop on or get ran over, point blank period. Well, all right. Kind of like it. Uh, and just to, to make sure that everybody understands, uh, Will, a dripping <clears throat> never hurt anyone? Yes, it did. So just letting you know, bro, you get uh, a disease like that, you can't around for the rest of your life. Anyway, like luggage. So <laughs> my final thoughts is pretty easy. Um, last year was incredible, or last season was incredible. Um, moving forward to get into what we're getting ready for in the uh, fall brawl is going to be incredible. Um, working with Kelly is next to none. Um, love both her and her mom. I love the fact of us having the time to talk and for us to kind of brainstorm on what we see and what we're going to do moving forward. So for me, seeing what we're doing and seeing where this thing is going compared to when I started um, is beyond incredible. I mean, it's next level. So it's like jumping from, you know, going, saying, well, I'm on the first floor. Yeah, now you're on the 25th in the penthouse. Um, Derek, I, I, you know, in reality, we got you to thank for that. Um, I always told you I'd be here for you when it came to this stuff, and I appreciate you giving us the opportunity to do what we're doing. Um, it has been a absolute blast as far as traveling to Cincinnati, watching that game, seeing the championship game, both championship games, to be honest. Last for all ball, ball brawl was fantastic. Sorry, Scotty. Um, and then this championship game in the same venue was just incredible, and I can be very honest and say I can't wait until uh championship game for the fall. I'm looking forward to it, man. Well, just imagine if we went up what we just did in the spring with our next, with our fall brawl. that's going to be that's a hard fucking thing to do. Ooh. That game was crazy. It Off was. the chain. Well, before I chip in, <clears throat> let me just say this. Um, if you need a job, um, and this is strictly for the players, um, it's been said and put out there many times, but why not do the platform and encourage? So if you need a job, if you have an ID, that's valid, and your birth certificate, and your social, um, Ms. Janelle is setting up to get jobs for you at Labor Max. So if you're interested, please go apply. The address is 5870 South Decatur Boulevard, Suite 105. The zip code is 89118. If you have all three of those things that I just mentioned, ID, social, birth certificate, you will be hired. If you need a job, please. This is an outlet for you to get an income because we know you got families and bills never stop. So with that, go apply. Now, for my final thought. Needless to say, my job as a host is try to set up these guys to talk football, but also at the same time, give people their flowers while they still live. 
Because one thing I've learned in life is when you learn to celebrate others, you also get rewarded. There's no timetable for it, but the blessings will come. So it never hurts to encourage somebody. It never hurts to lift somebody up. It never hurts to be a friend. Just a simple, hey, I'm checking on you. You good? That goes a long way sometimes. And sometimes we miss sight of that. When I came here in March, I was a stranger. But now, as Chris says all the time, football's community, football's a brotherhood. And while, yes, I don't play the game, yes, I'm a fan of the game, and yes, I covered from a media standpoint, but nonetheless, these gentlemen that are in this room embraced me and treated me like one of their own and accepted me for who I am and for that, I love each and every one of them for that. And I'm just grateful to be a part of this league and grateful to be a part of this team. And, you know, sometimes we don't say thank you enough and sometimes we don't appreciate one another enough. So for Casey to say what he said takes a lot of guts to do that. To Scott even mentioning that outlet a few weeks ago, it takes courage to do that because a lot of times we were taught not to express our feelings and say how we feel. Well, there's nothing wrong with that because you never know what you say might help somebody that might help save somebody else's life. Even if they never tell you, even if you never see them, even if you never know who they are, just know and understand that they look to you as a pillar of strength, whether you know it or not. So just keep that in mind. But the main thing is always learn to celebrate somebody else because when you celebrate in turn, you will get your just due reward. Now, it's only fitting that the championship owner, Derek Duncan, takes us home. Well, thank you for that wonderful message. And I, I agree. There's a saying in the uh, self-motivation world that I follow pretty closely, and that's the size seminars. They say, givers gain. That when you give of yourself, you receive back in return. When you're not looking for it, it comes. And that falls right in line with what you said, Dub. So uh, I prescribe to that. I appreciate those who do. Even those who don't, I'm here for you. This is what we do. This, this brotherhood is for real. This family that we've built is one of the most important things in my life. I, my, wife, my wife calls it work. I call it the most fun I've had with my clothes on. <laughs> I'm not touching that. And I'm eventually oh, going to get paid for it too, man. <laughs> I, I, I got to tell you, this whole thing, this whole experience, and I told everybody when the Insomniacs were down two touchdowns and they were about to go down three, even if they don't win, this whole season, this game, what we did is an absolute success. And at, I think on cue, Donnie Bunak reached down and handed the ball to Q and turned that game around. Donnie was my homie, just a absolute great friend. The dude was there for me anytime I needed help at the Elks Lodge. He, we connected on a level that most don't when it comes to uh, community and giving back. Donnie inserted him and his entire family into my world, and we started helping each other help people who were less fortunate than us, and he didn't have much. And that dude was there every Tuesday to give it up for everybody who, who needed something. And I appreciate everything he did, and I did everything I could uh, 
to be there for him and his family, and he returned the favor and blessed us with a championship on the team that he coached that never got a win. <laughs> the original insomniac, indeed. Yeah. So uh, all, all of that uh, taken to heart, uh, I'm so looking forward to this offseason and all the building that we're doing. I'm thrilled to have Kelly Hurst in position as the uh, regional president for, for or the president of our company and Chris Vera in place as the division manager for Las Vegas and Janelle and Blaze, uh, I'm sorry, Janelle Casado and Nick Blaze Casado for heading up the Reno division and getting things going up there. Uh, Tariq Flowers is going to actually go up to Reno as well and help them out. And we are building this wonderful network that is going to turn into something beyond special for the A7FL and for the families that surround it. We're working now on getting uh, insurance available. Uh, shout out to Josh Pernetta and the Jaffos. He's also a uh, licensed uh, health uh insurance agent so he's helping put together some platforms for us to make health insurance available for the guys for purchase for now but if we can find a way to offset that with some of our sponsorship that is a goal of mine Uh, so we're doing we're trying to continue to build and do all the right things to be a positive thing for our players and their families besides the outlet you know helping them get their life in order for the folks who need jobs people like labor max you know having janelle and blaze around they found that outlet we're talking to some electrical contractors. They're, they're wanting to start looking at our guys to get them into the trades through apprenticeship. We're, we're trying to build a network of people who are important to the city with the city being important to them as well. And as long as we all keep focused on that as the, as the primary goal, we're all going to win. So create win-win situations everywhere. A lot of great things coming. I want to thank Blaze and Peanut and Christina for all the hard work they're doing. Yes, they are on payroll, but they are working their tail off for us and uh, doing things at one and two o'clock in the morning like crazy folks and and you know it's that type of passion that makes these things successful no one really knows what goes on behind the scenes and the the things we give up to be able to give to this league and you guys all say it shows and it, if it didn't show i wouldn't do it so i i love what we're doing and thank you everyone for your help special thanks to kwan as always special thank to the hottest working producer in one quick world. shout out yes sir quick shout out to d Happy birthday, brother. Thank you. Birthday Saturday. For Good those of you. Yes, that birthday. is three days from now. And if you wanted to give me a gift, all over please again. make a donation to the Donnie Boonak Player Relief Fund instead of giving me a gift. There you go. But can we just give you a gift if we want to anyway? All right, well, my birthday on Sunday, I'm going to take the gift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be a 100-yard butt-naked booty scoop, just so you know. <laughs> He's going to let you film him do one. Yep. Perfect. Good Lord. I ain't special, <laughs> just saying. Special thanks to Juan. <laughs> Special thanks to the hardest working producer, Nick Blaze. Special thanks to Mr. Deloach for joining us in the studio and check out his production company and looking forward to this uh, reality show about the A7FL. For Casey, for the Viking, for the godfather of Krypton, Kal-El Sr., I'm Hal Jordan, live from the Hall of Justice. And by the way, check out the Jaffos. They're shooting right now. Check out their episode with their special guest. You just have to watch. But with that said, we'll see you. On the other side of the ball. Deuces. A7FL all day, all night. Hey.